Welcome back to Not So Southern Gentleman, episode 5. Today is May 8th. It is Mother's Day. Hello. How's it going? Great. Hope you're having a great day. This is our fifth episode. It doesn't even seem like five weeks has even happened. Like, it's gone by quick. Who would have thought five episodes? Yeah, and we're rolling in. Now, first off, I have seen Civil War. And Ooh, you lucky man. Let me tell you, before I get into it, I was going to see Civil War with my son, but unfortunately, miscommunications happen. Uh, for weeks, I've told somebody that I'm going to get my son out early. We're going to go watch it on that Friday. And about the about that week, I'd got the tickets. I'm like, great, I'm going to pick my son up. We're going to go see the movie. And my wife is like, what day is that? I'm like, well, May 6th. Oh. Well, Logan has a birthday party to go to at that day, so oh, can you do no. it another time? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, well, I've already bought the tickets, and not really, no. but okay. Well, so I asked my son, do you want to see Civil War, or do you want to go to your friend's birthday party? And, of course, he said, my friend's birthday party, we can see Civil War anytime. I'm like, yes, yes, you can. Great. <laughs> so... Nice. Daddy saw Civil War by himself, and we'll take his son another time. So I will see happily That's see funny. Civil War again. And, That's funny. That's funny. And oh, his the birthday party he went to was a friend of his, and uh, it was Harry Potter themed, and it was it was a very well done party. They had balloons that were all uh, uh, Hedwig and and for wands, everybody had glasses. It, it looked pretty fun for a kid his age. So it looked like That's he had a good cool. time. Yeah. Uh, well, good for him. But I'm going to do a mini-review of Civil War. Now, um, it's going to be non-spoilery, uh, but let me tell you, I've seen all the Marvel movies. Of course, the best one the best one to date was, of course, The Winter Soldier. I, I, I can't speak... Totally agree. I can't say how much I love Civil War because it is not only as good as Winter Soldier... In retrospect, after watching it again, possibly, it may be the better movie. And there are some surprises you have not seen in the trailers. There are some things that lead you down one way and go another way. It's uh, very well done. This is the Russo brothers, the, the people that directed Winter Soldier. And they have once again proven themselves that Winter Soldier wasn't a fluke. They know what they're doing. Story is solid. The way it's written and the way the characters are treated are totally respectful, totally realistic. Without, like I said, without spoiling it, there's... Um, if, if nobody's ever read the original comic Civil War, now, of course, the movie, it veers off from that comic significantly because it's... it's, a, it's <sighs> the same concept is going on, but there are different outcomes... But I was perfectly okay with that. I did read the Civil War story, and it was great. There was a couple things in there I was hoping would be in there, but those were far-fetched to begin with. So I wasn't I wasn't too let down when they didn't happen. But several things in the movie just you're just sucked in. I mean, you're just there. Nothing else exists. That's awesome. I love a good experience like that. Uh, I guarantee you, everybody's gonna love Spider Man. Spider Man is note perfect. You've never seen Spider Man done this well. And there's a couple reasons for that, and there's a couple of moments for that, and you'll have to see it for yourself. The way you get to Spider-Man is pretty pretty great. Uh, you'll cheer on screen. Now, one thing I do want to bring, and this may be a little bit of a spoiler, but not really. I, I don't feel it is, but some people may. 
there is a famous speech out of the Civil War comic. It's out of a Captain America, I believe. Captain America states this. And it's called, if you will Google search Captain America, River of Truth, or, or uh, No You Move, you'll, you'll find it pretty easily. And it's a pretty, pretty well-written speech or soliloquy in the comic that does appear in the movie. It's very poignant when it appears. It's very emotional when it appears. And uh, just, just look for that. But I do suggest everybody make sure to look that up and, and see that beforehand. That way, whenever you see it in the movie... Uh, you you'll be you'll be wowed but um anyway the now there I did see a couple things on the internet that turned out to be wrong that were in this movie so don't believe everything you read folks but beginning to end great movie i'll be very happy to watch it two more three more times to and pay to see it by the end of the movie you know people players are in different places but it's very natural everything that happens is understandable. Everything's treated well. Nobody, nobody in this movie is short shrift, which is very hard to pull off. If you saw uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron, which uh, I'm not going to rag on Avengers: Age of Ultron, I liked it, but it it's not as good as Avengers. There were some things, missteps on probably the studio and Joss's part. You know, Joss Whedon left uh, the Marvel, yeah. you know, thing after the movie because he, he it didn't go well for him, but. I don't think it's that bad of a movie. It's it's probably one of the weaker Marvel movies, but Civil yeah. War is not. So I do suggest it. That's awesome. I cannot wait to see it. Like I said, hopefully next Saturday I'll check that off the list. <clears throat> yeah, and another thing that happened this weekend, of course, was uh, this weekend was Free Comic Book Day this Saturday. Um, I did work all day, but uh, after I was able to swing by, and luckily enough, our local uh, distributor had. A few comics left over. I was able to pick up the uh, uh, Civil War Free Comic Book Day, which is drawn by one of my favorite artists currently working, uh, Jim Chung. I, I'm not sure how to say his name. It's it's an Asian name, and I'm not. I've never heard it spoken, so I'm probably butchering it. C H E U N G. But he he is one of the best artists I've seen working. I really appreciate his art, and uh, I do suggest you swing by your local distributor and pick pick one of these up if they still have any. Um, I did get the uh, Captain America comic, which is um, which is all right. It's just a small little story about him fighting, and it has both uh, Steve Rogers and Sam Wilson, uh, Captain America's in it. And then I nice. also wanted to talk about one of the comics now. I, I didn't collect this comic when I was younger, but I knew who it was and I was interested in it because it was so tied into the Marvel Universe. Rom the Space Knight. IDW now has licensed that property and for Free Comic Book Day has put out a sampling of their story that they're they're going to start going with. And uh, in whenever I was reading Marvel when I was a kid, you would see Rom pop up. He had his own title. He would show up in other comics. And his his bad guys were very interesting. The Dire Wraiths, Marvel actually tied them into the scrolls and made them a lot of stories related to them. And like even Storm lost her powers to a weapon based on Rom's weapon. I could, and, I uh, could get behind that weapon. Yeah. I'm all for this weapon. <laughs> let's, let's bring it on. Tear down storm, do whatever. Just but anyway, get okay. her gone. If, if that, that then you win. 
if nobody remembers Rom, Rom, of course, was a, a toy owned by, like, Parker Brothers in the 70s. Very, uh, like, five points of articulation, electronic glowing eyes. Not a very good toy, but Marvel really made it something for a while, and I've always liked that design. So cool. to see it come back, yeah. I, I do enjoy, and uh, I may be picking I, that up. That's uh, pretty cool. I hadn't seen that. I, I don't know who Rom is. I need to look that up. Yeah, at some point, do do look that up, because he's... Um, like the dire race became like an X-Men enemy for a little while. And, uh, I did, I did enjoy a lot of it. Also, I did pick up some, uh, not only did they have free comic books, but of course, uh, Hastings is a distributor I'm talking about. They now have a comic book back issue bin. They had a bunch of old new mutants comics. Like I've got 25, 28, 29, 49, 58, you know, just a, a variety of them. And, some of these covers were and and the interior were done by Bill Sienkiewicz, a very prolific love him or hate him kind of artist. Now I do love uh, his his covers were painted uh, in his art, and then the interiors huh. were of course done uh, with his line art in normal comic color. And um, I just really did enjoy that. I, I never really owned any because I I wasn't into the art at the time I was collecting, but uh, I just skimmed through them earlier, and I I really do I really do kind of think I could get into it nowadays. But uh, that leads me into our next topic, which is the New Mutants are getting a movie, which we'd already known. The director, Josh Boone, let out some information on Instagram of who the lineup was going to be. And Mm. it looks like we're going to see Magic, who is, of course, the sister of Colossus, uh, a powerful sorceress, and she had uh, mutant ability to teleport. Wolfsbane, who was a werewolf, but I think that was her mutant ability. She wasn't actually a Marvel. Right. Marvel she she was a mutant. She wasn't a, a true werewolf, though. Right, right. Right. She wasn't a true werewolf, but she could pull off the same trick. She could control it, whereas Correct. werewolves in the Marvel Universe, like uh, Werewolf by Night, could not. He had the classic not, no. full moon and that kind of thing. Full moon and your change. Right. Yes. And then, and then also you had uh, Danny Moonstar, who was Mirage, and she was an American Native American mutant uh, who could project others' thoughts and fears. And Cannonball, Sam Guthrie, who could make himself invincible when he blasted. and uh, <laughs> Which I'm kind of interested to see, because Cannonball in the comics was uh, from Georgia, I believe. He, he was very, yeah. he was southern. very southern, stereotypical, oh, yeah. backwoods, but do good like in any time Marvel has this thing where they'll have a poker game going and you will see all the characters from all the comics at this poker game like you'll see Beast Wolverine uh, the thing you know any of the characters like that and Sam right. you'll see them and of course Sam's great at poker so uh, I, I kind of wait to see a poker game going on in, in the Mew Mutants. And they're going to... That'll be awesome. The funny thing is they're also bringing Sunspot, who we already saw in one of the new... In Days of Future Past. Right. I started to say Sunspot was in Days of Future Past. Yeah, which right? I'm wondering if that will be the same actor or they'll take uh, have a different take on that. But here's the most interesting about the lineup. They have chosen to use Warlock in the New Mutants, which I, that makes me very excited because Warlock yeah, is one Warlock's of my favorite awesome. characters. Uh, and of course, now he's one of the techno-organic race, him and his father, the the mages, uh, who carry the techno-organic virus that Cable is infected with. So 
I'm right. not I'm not sure any of that'll be addressed, but that that really was a favorite character of mine because he could turn into whatever and he was he was very funny. I always thought a great writer who who had warlock was uh, you know, gold. So oh, yeah. um that that's exciting on the X-Men front. That that will be awesome. When's this supposed to come out? When are they um, doing this? I believe. Is there a 20, date set on it? I think I heard 2018. I, I don't have any information here, and that may be a total Man, fabrication. But I, that, I think that, that should be right. a really good story, though. I mean, with that lineup, you you can really do a lot. Yeah, and uh, James McAvoy and and I believe one of the others are supposed to be in this movie. Okay. So that's that's kind of just kind of like the the parental. Yes, because they they were the next class basically. Yes, and I haven't seen any more information on who they're going to cast as Cable in the second Deadpool movie, which I'm I'm hoping look, is Stephen we, we Lang. All know Stephen, Stephen Lang. Lang. Yes. Look, Stephen Lang is Cable. That's all there is to it. I mean, there's very few people that look exactly like a comic book character, and Stephen Lang pulls it off. So you got to use him. Well, it'd uh, be wrong not to. Pound for pound, if you saw the movie Avatar, I mean, that's Cable. He's just in the wrong movie. I mean, that was... Yeah. Stephen Lang in Avatar was great. He was my favorite part of that movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. He is definitely the best uh, part of Fern Gully, the not animated <laughs> series. Uh, speaking of old jokes, uh, here's one thing that did come up this week also. The Power Rangers got new suits. This new Power Rangers movie, of course, that is supposedly being redone with a uh, more... More realistic, more mature theme. We got to see. That. We got to see their costumes, which a lot of people have commented. Oh, look! Iron Iron Man helped the Power Rangers get their shit together. So right. Have you seen the the little mini trailer that I believe sparked this on YouTube? Uh, I believe the whole reason this thing's even being revamped anymore is because somebody put together like a mature Power Rangers trailer. Oh, no, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, and it had some of the real Power Rangers in it. Right, right, and I believe that started a big push for an actual revamp to be done. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. I mean, I, I like when people do small things like that. It was it was it was fun well, to watch. Well, Power Rangers, I mean, I I'll, I'll admit they're they're a little past my uh my years as a where I would like something like Power Rangers. Right, I mean, I right. believe we were... I, I was a little too old for Power Rangers when they came out, and I know that that makes me seem pretty old to a lot of you know the the audience that would be listening to this. But yeah, I'm just too old for Power Rangers. Yeah, we were both aged out of Power Rangers at the at that time. But um, now I did respect the fact a few years after they they came out i learned that of course the same guy tommy the the green ranger out of the first one had been a recurring character over the series and i was like wait a minute you're telling me this this has continuity <laughs> like well i could right. i could respect that in a kid show i guess but you know i i never really got into it now i did get into something related to this there is a show and and of course power rangers is based off of a show in japan uh, right. super super sentai uh, there's also a show called right Com in the I believe I had heard some trivia or something that if you watch the Japanese version, there's no human skin shown like every they when they brought it to America, they took the episodes, chopped them up and added in American actors. And that's the reason the first couple of seasons look so horrible. 
is because that's how they did it. They they put in American acting into the first few episodes or seasons of Power Rangers when it came over. Yeah, they reuse a lot of that, and and they've got that down to an art these days. Uh, but actually, related to that, did you know that Spider Man is responsible for all of this mess? What? <laughs> In the early or late sixties or early seventies, uh, Stan Lee sold some Spider-Man uh, licensing to Japan, and of course, there's a famous Japanese live-action Spider-Man show where Spider-Man had bracelets and he had a giant robot he could call on. This was right. before Power Rangers. This was before Common Rider. And everything, all of this came from Spider-Man in Japan. That's crazy. He had a he had a giant transforming robot, which actually recently showed up in the comics. And they did the the, uh, the Spider Verse comics. They brought that Spider-Man over and showed him in the comics calling his uh, giant robot. It was pretty neat. Um, but what I was going to say was, uh, I I did watch a couple of series related to this from Japan called Common Rider which means, uh, translates loosely to Masked Rider. And I, I did enjoy those. Me and Logan have both watched a couple series of that. But, I mean, it, it's for kids, so it, it, you can't expect too much from it. Right. But uh, I, I'm interested to see how this goes. You know, if my son wants to go to the theater and see this, we may do that, depending on, you know, how the trailers look and, and what the story's like, just like any other movie. So that's that's about as much interest as I have in it. But it is kind of interesting. They do look like they're wearing a bunch of different Iron Man suits, so that's kind of funny. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, I would probably, you know, I'd, I wouldn't go to the theaters to see it, but <clears throat> if I was bored and it was on Netflix, I'd probably watch it yes. just to see what it was like, you know, just see what it's about. I have here, uh, we have details on The Mummy. Uh, the synopsis came out for The Mummy this week, which, of course, is going to star Tom Cruise. Um, it looks like... Thought so, I- is this... This is a full reboot? Yes. This is a retelling okay, so, of The Mummy story, yes. Okay, not the comedic mummy, correct? Right, not not, uh, not, not the Brendan, not Brendan a not Fraser. a continuation of the Brendan Fraser series, but a reboot of that story. Okay, and this Which is a, more serious. Uh, it looks like it would be. I mean, I, when's the last good Tom Cruise comedy besides like never? <laughs> exactly. Now, right. uh, now that story, of course, is the reboot of the the old movie, The Mummy, with Imhotep and all that. Correct. Um, uh, it looks like thoughts safely entombed in a crypt deep beneath an unforgiving desert, an ancient queen whose destiny was unjustly taken from her is awakened in our current day, bringing her malevolence, groan, blah 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 blah. It's it's a mummy reboot, so <clears throat> that came out this week. But it is it is kind of nice to see what's going on. Uh, hey, Jake Johnson, there you go, Jurassic World. Who was you he? Know who Jake? Who was he in Jurassic who, World? You don't know who Jake Johnson is. I know who Jack Johnson is. No, Jake Johnson. Well, oh. why, why don't you tell me, Mister? You're more intelligent oh. than everybody in the world because I know who Jake Johnson is. Well, first off, he's on the the funny. Um, commercials dang it what is it the dodge dart commercials where he's with uh dang it i cannot think of the other actor's name played the warehouse manager on the office in the downstairs oh i cannot anyway he, he's from the tv yes yes Girl. jake johnson jake johnson that famous guy yes yeah he's from he was and he was the computer guy in jurassic world 
gotcha. The one that okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got the, the one that made the move on the girl, and then she's like, I, I have a boyfriend. Yeah, he's I've like, got him oh. pulled up in IMDb now. Yeah, he looks familiar. I, yeah, I've seen that guy. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I know. I knew you had. I was just. I actually recognized a name. Uh, I'm usually pretty horrible at names. The fact that I recognized one, I, I felt the need to jump on it. But uh, I am excited that. Think about this. Last week, I said we needed to get back to the original monsters. And now we got the mummy. I mean, it may be Tom Cruise. It could be crap, which there's a good chance it could be a good load of crap. But at the same time, hey, at least somebody's trying to get back to the original monster movies. And it may be good. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I want to see my new Invisible Man movie that does not star uh, Kevin Bacon Kevin Bacon or his uh, unit, so that would be fine with me. It looks like Han Solo is getting a young adventure. It looks like so, his name will be... So, so you think this is going to happen, that it's going to be... I mean, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but we're getting Rogue One this year. Mm-hmm. The next year, we will get episode eight. Now it looks like the next year, we'll get a Han Solo story. Mm -hmm. Then we'll get episode nine. Mm -hmm. And then there's possibly a next one that's unnamed right now. Boba Fett. Right. That's that's what everybody's hoping for is Boba Fett. Well, you know. I mean, is that the, that's the layout we're looking at, right? Most likely. Um, how do how does Boba Fett land on you? I I mean, I don't know. He's a bounty hunter. He's cool. I like the way he looks. I like the way he's drawn. You know, like a lot of his artwork is. Uh, I wear Boba Fett t-shirts. I think I have two or three Boba Fett t-shirts. Don't ask me why. But, you know, I like Boba Fett. That's about it, man. I mean, there's not much to say. As his role stands, the original trilogy... He's not that active a character. He's not that big a character. And what actually started off the whole everybody loves Boba Fett thing, I don't know. The Christmas I mean, special. Is it the Christmas special? <laughs> he showed up first in the Christmas special. That must have been it. That must have been it. I mean, I am i don't know, but I like Boba Fett. That's fine with me. Yeah, Boba Fett, I've always liked the design. I've always liked art. I don't Plus like he's a bounty hunter, you know? Bunny Hunters are awesome. Yeah, I think, you know, the, the whole thing with Boba Fett is, of course, in, in Empire Strikes Back, Vader addresses him personally. And, of course, as kids, we're all like, oh, my God, what's what's that story? How does he know he's going to disintegrate everybody in sight? What's going on? So, I mean, there was a lot of sudden mystery tacked on to Boba Fett. And I think his design was already, you know, kind of amazing. And then we all just went, what is this? I want more of this, and then we never got it, so that left, you know, we're all thirsty, and, and people are tired of, hear of it, hearing it, or we want it, we we finally need it, and, you know. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it could happen. That'd be sweet. So, I mean, I like the way that lays out. Uh, it gives me a good idea of what I get to look forward to, because, you know, th- these movies are going to be amazing. Like, just hearing that there's going to be, you know, that there was going to be a seven, eight, nine is just incredible. But knowing that you are getting at least two more with the possibility of a third standalone movies is just incredible. Like JJ's given us more than we deserve. You know how I feel about JJ. He's still one of the few people that's not on my 
list of people I dislike in Hollywood. Well, here's the thing. When do we get to the point of Star Wars saturation? I mean, realistically, we are going to see one Star Wars movie a year until it stops making money for Disney. Dude, that's perfectly laid out. There's no saturation. There's no saturation. Star Wars is huge. It will sell out every time. No questions asked. Think about how 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 many times did we stand in line for five times for Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit? I mean, I did. I stood in line five times to see that crap. A lot of it was crap too. The Hobbit was just pure garbage. Somebody don't don't get me started on that. That's not my point. All I'm saying is it's going to be easy for the public to take in Star Wars for the next five years. Now, now hold I mean, on. I'm going to hold you to it. You want to clarify the crap of uh, The Hobbit? Oh, the fact that i that's one of my favorite books of all time, and I don't think they read it first. <laughs> um, there are too many so what miscues. You, I, I, just, I just can't. So what you're saying can't. is if they'd have done the book and kept it to maybe one or two movies, and, and as long as it was the tight story of the book, you may have been fine with it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why make it... How many movies did they make it? Did they make it three? Well, yeah, they made it three movies. If you count you the had extended editions. No, you had Unexpected Journey, and then you had something else, well, right? Desolation of Smog, then Battle of the Five Armies, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Dude, no. That book is a nice, simple read. For a person that likes to read, it's not... That book can be a day read for somebody. That could be a, a day and a half, two day read for somebody. You know, it's not that extensive. It's just you you made a mountain out of a molehill. It, it's a nice, simple, good book. It's one of my favorite books. I've read it numerous times, and he just turned it into a sack of crap, man. I, I was I was so disappointed by the time Battle of Five Armies came out. I watched it just to, just to see it, but I really there was no care involved whatsoever. Yeah, just as a side note, since we know that Peter Jackson listened to our podcast, of course he listens to our podcast. If you could put out a director's cut that's like only The Hobbit, an hour, hour and a half long, that would be great. We'd appreciate that. I would buy it. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be awesome. You just hit uh, play The Hobbit, and it only plays an hour and a half out of the... Nine hours of crap movie that's up there. Oh, it's so bad. But back to God bless, man. You realize like the 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 string of randomness that just happened to lead us. We still haven't talked about. We said there was gonna be a young Han Solo story, and from that point we went left, <laughs> and we should have went right. Well, Look, I don't. I, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Back to the point. I don't know who 26-year-old Alden Onreich, Ehrenreich. I'll go with that. Ehrenreich. I don't know who he is. Apparently, Coen Brothers, Hail Caesar. That's not out yet, I don't believe. No, no, no. It came out. It did uh, come out. It oh, it did? Yeah. But, it, it okay, I just hadn't well, seen it. it. I mean, it, it, it's it a Coen Brothers film, so more than likely I will see it. I love a Coen Brothers film, and uh, you know I think this one has Clooney and them in it, so it'll probably be really funny. I could see this guy being a young Han Solo. Yeah, I mean, 
I can see it. I'm not I sure if um I care for a young Han Solo story. I mean, after episode seven, you know, I'm kind of the character naturally ended the right way. And I don't know that I'm up for, I mean, I'll go see it. Of course it's star Wars. They're going to get the money They're They're making it for that reason. I just don't know if, I just don't know if I have an interest in a young Han Solo story unless they pack it full of familiar stuff. I, I don't know. It can be done well. You, I'll give you it a say shot. That. See, you say that. That's what JJ wants you to say. That way he can wow you later. And you're like, I didn't even know I wanted to see this movie, but now I'm so glad I saw this yeah, movie. Yeah, he'll sprinkle it with a little of his magic mystery box and we'll all go see it. I know. It's fine. It's going to be awesome. Now, moving on to something comic and movie related, we have a director has uh, been announced for the comic adaptation of Irredeemable. Now, I've never read Irredeemable, but I, it is popular enough that I've I've been told to read it several times, vehemently by people. Um, it's, it's basically the Superman story, but written realistically, and uh, what if Superman lost everything, becomes a bad guy. Very, very uh, well spoken of by, by several of my friends. I just never have read it, but uh, the fact that Adam McKay is going to do the adaptation um, has me kind of excited. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love Adam McKay as it is, and the fact that he ventured even into the realm of superheroes is kind of surprising. I mean, not surprising, because... I picture him as a big dork, but the fact that, you know, he actually, he, he saved Ant-Man, right? Wouldn't you say he saved Ant-Man? Well, I don't know. I don't know that I would say anybody saved Ant-Man because a lot of, a lot of Edgar Wright stuff is still in Ant-Man. Peyton Reed, you know, added the right stuff that, that was supposed to be added that Marvel wanted to Ant-Man. I think Ant-Man which had the potential to be Marvel's first failure with, with of course, losing Edgar Wright midstream. And it was I think, not. I think it was it not a failure great. at all. It man. was an awesome movie, and I had fun watching it, man. Huh. Great movie. Wait until you see Civil War. No spoilers, but Ant-Man is one of the best things about that movie. Continue. Oh, I cannot wait. I can't wait. Like Ant-Man's one of those that I'm ashamed that I put off seeing it so long. I really am. I had been told wrongly right when it came out that it was just a heist film. It's not a superhero movie. It's just a heist film. And for some reason, I don't know why, that struck me and I put it off. Oh, I was so mad when I did. I watched it. I was like, man, it's so good. You why did I put wait this off? You didn't watch this in the theater? No. Oh, my. Oh. I watched it for the first time like maybe a month ago, month and a half ago. It would go on the list of shame, but you watched it, so you're good. <laughs> I did watch it. it. It would have been on my list of shame, yes. But I saw it, and it was an awesome movie. And the fact that Adam McKay did the rewrite on that and is doing the write-up on this, this sounds awesome. Like We could really see some cool fights right here. Speaking of fights, uh, let's go back to Civil War. We just got some new news brought by Superhero Hype. They're reporting that Civil War has made $678 million worldwide. Now, this thing opened, of course, uh, internationally a few weeks before, uh, before domestically, and it is a freight train. That's awesome. I'm glad. I'm glad, man. 
It, it deserves this. Marvel deserves this. They are... I don't know if people hate Marvel right now. You know, there's a lot of times, say there's a, a sports team or something to relate it to that, you know, that everything they do is just home runs, touchdowns, everything's going to be perfect. They're on a roll. A lot of people start hating those teams. But Marvel is doing everything right, doing everything the correct way. And everybody seems to still support them. Like they're they keep giving us a great product. There's no reason they shouldn't start breaking records. They are doing everything the way it should be done. And dude, I'm just pumped to see Civil War. And let me let me bring up a couple other things about Civil War. I'm, I'm, whenever the podcast goes off, I'll stop talking about Civil War. But uh, <laughs> some of the some of the special effects in Civil War are mind blowing. Uh, they are so good. Like, you have to think about the stuff you saw and realize, oh, that had to be a special effect. It is that good. And that's when your special effects are the best, is whenever you don't know they're there. And there's a lot of things that happened in the movie that had to be special effects, but it looks like it's real. So, just. That's awesome. Just sit back, relax, get your popcorn, oh. and just. just I will. I will. Ne- next Saturday. Slide into next Saturday. It. it is so good. Next Saturday, uh, I'll see it. And there, let me. I'm not going to say what the theme is, but huh, Marvel has once again stuck the knife a little deeper into DC's, you know, whoo, nerve cluster. He basically pulled off a Serenity nerve cluster move, falling on the sword. Because man, there's a similar theme, and Marvel does it so well. And DC did it so horribly, but that will be discussed at a later date. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about already. Well, uh, due I'm to a, a no clip, spoilers. I think. No just, spoilers. I, I'm just saying, I seen a clip. I seen a clip that everybody listening to this has access to see the Civil War clips that are out there. Well, I'm just saying, there's. there's... I'm not calling it a spoiler if it's out there in public, and everybody's seen. Trust me. I've watched the Black Panther one two or three times. I know it's 38 seconds long, and I know right at 38 seconds, I'm going, Dadgummit, where's the rest of it? Well, now, don't don't get me wrong. There are several themes that are shared between those movies. I'm talking about one in particular I did not expect. Really? Yes. Okay. So, and but when it happens, you'll be like, oh, my God. This is how you would do that. Not the other way. This is great. Because... So- now, of course, a lot of people, even even family members, of course, older people who who aren't into this sort of thing, who, who don't watch these kind of movies, of course, know about them. They have children and grandchildren that are really interested in them. And several people have asked me, you know, why why are these why do we have a movie where our heroes are fighting? I mean, our kids should our, let our kids go watch this. And, you know, my answer to that is yes, yes, because it, it deals with themes and, and, and ideas that aren't, aren't hard to grasp onto, but they make sense in, in what's going on in the movie. They, these people would be fighting over this. This is basic rights and, and, and civil liberties, and, you know, they're not high-minded ideas. They're ideas that America itself is based on, and... It's executed very well in the movie, and then there's also a very personal idea of why people are fighting and why people continue to fight, which relates to my previous topic. But, 
man, it's just it's just so good. I can't recommend it enough. I mean, if you got young young children, too young that shouldn't be there because they're going to cry, you know, that's that's up to you. Um, it, there is violence in the movie. There is a couple of um, you know swear words in the movie, uh, but I mean, I, I can't not see taking a child to see this movie because it is so good and it is done so well. I can't see how you cannot enjoy this movie. I'm pumped. I know I've said it. I I know you've probably at least suggested the movie two or three times and I'm pumped every time, but now you, now you've made it even worse. Like I knew I had to wait a week to see it, but each time you keep bringing it up, it's just like salt in the wound, man, salt in the wound. I have to wait a week to see this. Now I don't. I don't want to. I can't wait. I don't want to build it up because, like, I, I don't believe in overhyping it, and I, I'm not. I'm not trying to do that. I don't want to convey, oh, this is the best thing you're ever going to see in your life. That that's not what I'm saying. But if you if you enjoyed Winter Soldier and it was very satisfying, this movie is just as satisfying. And plus, it's awesome. Kind of the letdown that was Age of Ultron. In, in how the characters were treated. You know, I, like I said, I enjoyed that movie, but there are some faults in it. Uh, this one uh, is is an apology letter, and they, they do it so well and so sweetly and so comically, which this movie is very, you know, is dealing in some very heavy subjects and feelings. I'm like, my God, there's a, there's a funeral in it that'll tear your heart out. Great. And, uh, which, of course, is seen in clips. Yes, but uh, there's also some great comic beats that had the entire movie theater I was in bust out laughing uh, more than more than two or three times. I mean, it was just that's awesome. A note perfect. That's how that would happen. That's how people act, and that's in there. So um, it's just enjoyable as hell. That'll be awesome. Salt in the wound again. <laughs> just just keep rubbing the salt in the wound. I know it. Daggummit. What is wrong with me? But. But hey, wait! Did you answer that phone? I did not. Cause, cause I called it. Cause I called it. Oh my God! Here we go. I called it. I said when they made that piece of crap Supergirl TV show, I was like, you know what? This is just a copy of the CW, or as I call it, the WB, which ruined Smallville with its crap writing after about season five and what i say i was like this is just another cw i'm so right that they're moving it to the cw yeah well now have you even have you even watched supergirl yes i did i watched i watched the trailer or the pilot i mean and then i caught random episode one time and i watched it and it was just horrible it, it reminded me of like it, it was it was just terrible. Reminded me of something I would watch on the Disney Channel. Uh, I just think it was such a joke. Well, I I have watched a lot of the Supergirl series. Um, the last one I watched was the Flash crossover, which of course was uh, a cross between CW and CBS. And I, I enjoyed that episode. Of course, having the Flash on there brought a different experience to the show. I've seen most of the show. There was a couple episodes I missed up until that point. It, it's eh, it's just popcorn. Like if it was a movie, it'd be popcorn entertainment. It might be better if they move it to CW. Uh, just like I always thought that about Constantine would be better if they moved to the CW, which I I liked Constantine. Right. Uh, the TV series. But it's just the audience CW carries. 
You know, I mean, whether you want it or not, Supergirl's going to have that dr- built-in drama. And right, it's and crap. I, I, I don't have it. And, and, and CW, people, nothing wrong with people that watch the CW. I watched the CW. Yes, I watched nearly all of Smallville. I watched all 10 seasons so far of Supernatural. Supernatural's great. Don't you speak a word about Supernatural. I, look, man, there's time to let things go. And it's time, okay? Oh my it's time God. to let go of Supernatural. They need to... They need to finish this. Uh, well, that I, I agree with that, too. It, it has kind of got long in the tooth. but um, Yes. I mean, 10 years was plenty of time. Now, I have I don't have a problem with any of the actors in Supergirl. I, I love the girl, uh, Michelle Benoit, or Benoist, however her name is. Um, yes. She, she's really good, and the actors are good. Callista Flockhart's good. It's just the writing and the direction of the show is a little campy and off. Um, yes, and so they they if they move it, they do need to fix that for it to be successful. Now, of course, the Flash is campy in a really good way. I mean, it's it's enjoyable. Arrow, Arrow, I'm kind of done with. Uh, they're, you know, it's it's not that great. Legends of Tomorrow nearly lost me. They they've kind of upped their game a little and brought me back some. Um, it it just needs an all around improvement. But uh, anyway, I'd be happy if it moves, and I, I hope them the best. I hope it succeeds if they do. And on that note, I think it's almost time to wrap up for this week. Once again, you need to send us emails at notsosoutherngentlemen at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter, notsosoutherngs. That's notsosoutherngs on Twitter. We're on SoundCloud. Hopefully be our RSS feed uh, up to iTunes and Google Play this week. So hopefully we'll be on there pretty soon. I don't know. This has been a really good show. This is getting more fluid each week, I feel. And I'm really looking forward to it. And I'll talk to you all next week. Okay, thank you so much for listening. My name is Ricky. And I'm Sean. Have a great you week. have a good one. Bye.